This is the hardest I've ever laughed at this stupid show. Well, I'm gonna talk about eco-terrorism. Got too excited about jorts. I'm leaving now with my Roomba or your blood on my hands. I'm back, back on my bullshit. What is meme if not airhorn persevering? No, this is this is not a family show. And I quote, many American titties. Why'd you have to bring Dane Cook to this, Andrew? No one wanted that. Oh, you guys are not ready for what I've got today. And I've apparently hit the very end of my attention span. Give me like 30 seconds, I'm looking for rhymes. Hello and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this show we talk about comic books, video games, and how in the week since I wrote these show notes, this bit has changed from a joke making fun of Game Freak and Pokemon Legends Arceus, to this meta joke praising it as the best Pokemon experience since that summer we all played Pokemon Go. Wow, that joke had layers. Yeah. <laughs> it did have layers, and I feel like I want to talk about Pokemon Legends a lot, and we could probably do it in the after show. You know, we can wait. We can hold a lot, a lot of this for the after show. It's my favorite game that I also hate. It's so much It's so much fun. And I, <laughs> it like, seems like what everyone like, is saying. Every, yeah. Every, yeah. every criticism about it is valid, but it's also so much fun that, like, I can't even joke about yeah. the criticisms of it. Yep. I'm having such a good time playing it, guys. Same and same. So, gentlemen... We live in a post-movie star era. This is not my idea. This is one that's been floating around the blogosphere since MCU became an acronym that even your grandparents know. But it's the idea that there aren't really actors that sell a movie by themselves anymore. Long gone are the days where putting Arnold Schwarzenegger's name in bold font or George Clooney's chiseled jawline on a poster will guarantee a box office success. Uh, we still have very popular actress, actors and actresses who we love to see play silly games with Jimmy Fallon on Late Night, but no one is planning midnight viewings of the next Chris Evans joint if he's not carrying a round, indestructible shield with him. That's really interesting. Yeah, case in point on this one would be um, Robert Downey Jr.'s Dr. Doolittle after <laughs> yeah. he yeah. finished Endgame. Wow. That's an excellent example. That almost was a Dr. Doolittle joint, but I don't know if enough people saw it for that bit to <laughs> land. <laughs> Thus yeah. solidifying my point. Huh. But the movie star is not a completely extinct species. There remains one man who only needs to cock a quizzical eyebrow and flex his oily muscles for us to come running to see a two-hour action-filled romp that's fun for the whole family. <laughs> I am, of course, talking about Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock, the Rock Johnson Johnson, who recently teased <laughs> <laughs> that he will be starring in an upcoming video game movie. No, listeners, you did not have a stroke. No, that was, <laughs> that was, that was right. There are a lot of quotes real. in that name. That was Dwayne, yeah. Dwayne, The Rock, The Rock, Johnson, Johnson. <laughs> Repair man, 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 man. Um, so to help me figure out what, in fact, The Rock is cooking, I am joined by pop culture detectives Matt Rampage Cole, Andrew Doom Henderson, and Todd Jumanji Thomas. I'm going to make the joke in a couple of sentences, but I really <laughs> yep. love the Rock Rampage movie. I love the Rock Rampage movie and how it sounds like Andrew loves Pokemon Legend Arceus. <laughs> so yeah. I'll go out there and say Accurate. that Rampage is the Pokemon Legends Arceus of Rock movies, and I'll lay that down. However, yeah. 
Uh, I'm pretty happy that you gave me that nickname, Kyle. Thanks. Oh, that was on purpose. I would like to move that all three of us just keep these nicknames forever. Like, <laughs> I'm Ram also Pooch perfect with, with Andrew Doom Henderson. I have no qualms. Todd, how do you feel about Jumanji? No, I'm good with it. I'm only Jumanji in the sense that I want to appear out of nowhere as though I've been living in the woods for 20 years and say, <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> what year is it? Can yeah, I just say is. that I... Okay, I saw the Rock Jumanji movie in theaters twice. Once because I was like, really? <laughs> no, and a second time because I was like, yeah, I mean, okay. Like, really? It was, yeah. it was good. Everything was I know, uh, the first a one. A lot of people have said that, yeah. The yeah. first really? one is a, is a fun movie. Yeah. Um, hmm. I, I can't speak for the second one as much. I haven't heard as much about that. But like everyone I know who saw the Rock slash Jack Black vehicle Jumanji mm. loved it. Didn't one or both have Harry Styles in it? Was that a thing? Maybe in the second one because I it didn't see it. would have to it. be the second one. One or both had at least a member of One Direction in it. The second one feels like it needed that stunt casting. Yeah. yeah. The first one was the first non-Marvel thing that I ever saw Karen Gillian in. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I want to hear Matt talk about Rampage as the only person who's ever seen Rampage. Uh, maybe in the after show, Todd, I'd love to talk about Rampage <laughs> at length. This is going to be a four and a half hour after show oh for an God. hour and a half episode. Um, <laughs> so, so far, all we know about Mr. The Rock's upcoming project is that it is, quote, one of the biggest, most badass games and, quote, one that he's played for years. Based on that information and Dwayne's filmography, what video game adaptation do you think he will star in, and as what character? Matt, start us off. As the only fan of The Rampage, The Rock's The Rampage, start us off. So, Kyle, and others in attendance, let's talk about this <laughs> The Rock interview. Matt's starting this like a PowerPoint presentation, <laughs> and I'm horrified. I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm ready. Go I for have, it. I have... Listen, this is going to be weird. I've got a weird energy today. <laughs> I know. Anyway, you correctly referenced the quotes of biggest, most badass game and played for years. But I went back and read the full interview. And I think there's another The Rock quote that we need to acknowledge. To quote the Dwayne Johnson directly, of course, we're going to do right by our gamer friends, but we're really just going to make a great movie. Now, as a fan of previous game-based The Rock Vehicle Rampage, I think I know what this quote means. See, it's been proven that Mr. The Dwayne Johnson is a master of portraying personified player characters in movies that are video game in name and Easter eggs alone. So, with that in mind... In 2021, prolific award-winning Indian-American filmmaker and it. actor M. Night Shyamalan introduced the world to a beach that makes you old. This summer, he will introduce you to a rock that makes you imperialist. From the team that brought you beloved feature presentation, The Last Airbender, comes M. Night Shyamalan's Sid Meier's Civilization, featuring Dwayne The Rock Johnson as both humanity's last hope and it's first. And and who is humanity's <laughs> first and last I, hope, Matt? Only hope. Yeah. Why why most of that? <laughs> yeah. Of all the things I know about you, my friend Matt Cole, 
<laughs> I would not have guessed you're going to pitch Civilization, the game, to us. Nope. That's really actually pretty low on the list. By the looks at Matt's face, he didn't expect this either. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Okay, so when I was trying to come up with an answer for this question, the joke M. Night Shyamalan Sid Meier's Civilization came into my yeah. brain, and, and I couldn't and get away from it. It's been a Mad Lib since then. We're, yep. we're doing a Trapped in Jamaris or Drapped in Amerisaur. <laughs> exactly we are. Here yeah. we are. M. Night Shyamalan Sid Meier's Civilization. Matt, I, I hate to ask this a third time, but you haven't told us what character The Rock will play, which is part of this question. No, Kyle, that's the thing I have. Have you? <laughs> I think he's M. Night Shyamalan? No. He is portraying a personified player character. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. Good. He is you, Kyle. <laughs> we are all of us the rock <laughs> playing oh. civilization. Got it. Okay. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's incredible. It's not oh. any stupider than Rampage. Uh, Andrew, go ahead. Yeah, so... When we think of Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock, as an actor, actor, I feel like everybody immediately thinks of his action movie credentials, like in the Fast and the Furious movies or the second live-action G.I. Joe movie, which I would like to <laughs> oh, remember you. Wow. Remember, remind you, in addition to the Rampage movie, there were two G.I. Joe movies, the second yeah. of which Dwayne The Rock Johnson started. But there's been one genre, guys, that Dwayne, Mr. Rock Johnson, has been a leading man in for nearly 15 years. Guys, The Rock is a family man. <laughs> I mean, that's right. He is. He literally and figuratively. His first venture mm -hmm. away from uh, Scorpion King was was what the Tooth Fairy. Since his well, debut, nope. Since his no. debut as NFL quarterback Joe Kingman in The Game Plan. The game oh yeah! Plan. Mm -hmm. Wow. 2007's yeah. The Game Plan. Mr. Johnson has, dare I say, a rock solid career as a children's movie icon. Uh, and he was also in the Tooth Fairy not long after yeah, that. that. Yeah, a couple after. years later. You know what's yeah. amazing is in early The Rock appearances, he's kind of he's kind of small, still large compared to his other actors yeah. at the time. Um, I would give you the rundown. I mean, that was rundown. Yeah, that was a good Rock movie, and he was not a small character in that one. Well, that's the thing. Like in the early two thousands, when The Rock was The Rock on WWF. Mm -hmm. He wasn't yeah. a Dorito. Like, he was super cut, but he mm -hmm. wasn't... Yeah, he wasn't the biggest dude. Yeah, he wasn't a hulking monster. Yeah. I think I yeah. actually remember from around the time of The Rundown and The Tooth mm -hmm. Fairy, he had... And Walking Tall. And Walking Tall. <laughs> he spent the time most actors would bulking up, bulking down. There was a five-year span of his career where he, like, would go on interviews and be like, I'm too big. I've, I've been... Yeah. I've been debulking, and then he he became closer to human proportions. Yeah, and then he threw that yeah. aside and was like, "No, how big can you make me?" I mean, you know Started what they eating say: you, three pounds of fish a day. You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. All right. Well, regardless of all of that, I want to I want to pitch to you guys that I think this whole biggest and most badass quote thing is actually kind of a red herring. I think he is under the thumb of the studio. And that The Rock's next video game movie is 100% most definitely a kid's movie. Now, guys, what video game franchise screams baby game for babies more than the Kirby franchise? <laughs> oh, 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 boy. You're evoking some internet ire today, Andrew. Hey, I love Kirby, but it's a baby game for babies. 
So boys, get ready to feast upon the cavernous maw of Dwayne The Rock Johnson as he stars as Kirby in the film adaptation <laughs> of Kirby, colon, right back at ya, coming to your nearest dollar theater and or streaming live on Crackle. Not even the big, not even the big character in that franchise, King Dedede, but the tiny pink puffball. No, no, no. It's it, because it, we're doing an animated movie. It's an animated movie. Um, the, the Rock has provided his voiceover talents in a lot of things. May I remind you of his role as Maui and Moana, which everybody unilaterally loves, right? Yeah, that's fair true. Yeah, fair enough. So let me just talk a little bit about Kirby and why I think this fits the rock so well. Please. Not as King Dedede, but actually as Kirby. Now at its core, Kirby is a story about an alien who will stop at nothing to protect and defend the residents of his home pop star. He storms King Dedede's castle all by himself to take back the food stolen from the citizens. He scales a mountain to face off against the monstrous bird, Dinoblade, who had been terrorizing the town. Kirby is determined. And determined in, not a, in a way not even like Link and Mario are. Kirby games, on the other hand, are all about his copy abilities, his powers. His power to inhale enemies and copy their abilities gives him a unique edge. In short, guys, a Kirby game is about drive. It's about power. No! Kirby. Oh my god! I won't. I will Guys, not be part of this. Kirby stays hungry, yet he devours. God. How? How did we get? Okay. How did what, we? Stop. How did he how, slip this no. bias, guys? No. How? How did we get? This? I did it. Before, before. I did it. The thing that gets me is that not that you put the quotes from <clears throat> Rock's rap song. <laughs> Is that you did it before ever quoting the Kirby right back at you theme song? I really thought we were going to get a Kirby, Kirby, Kirby. That's the name you should know. I told you guys this this episode was going to be an arms race. <laughs> he did. Wow. I okay. I have been chasing the dragon on there's a snake in my boots yeah. since we did that stupid Witcher episode, and you did it, oh. man. You did it. Oh wow! All of our listeners are so mad at <laughs> what we've so allowed mad. you to do. I'm yeah, no, so I'm mad angry that I set <sighs> that I set this up, allowed it to happen, mm -hmm. and didn't even see it coming. No, you didn't. I take time out of spending time with loved ones to do this podcast, mm -hmm. and here we are listening to Andrew do this to us. I was up wow. until three a.m. last night. <laughs> I was cold bloodshot. <laughs> Seventeen cups of coffee in. <laughs> You've just got the lyrics to the rock song and a picture of Kirby and then a question mark in between the two. That's not entirely untrue. Maybe we should move on. Oh, um, oh God, Andrew, one last question now. before we do Absolutely. move on. Is Kirby going to look like Kirby yeah. unaltered or is he going to have Dwayne the Rock Johnson's stupid face superimposed on the pink ball? Look, Kyle, I thought a lot about this, and I really, I, I, honest to God, thought about coming in here to say, dating, saying, like, not, nah, Rock's just going to wear a pink sweatshirt and be like, hey, everybody, I'm Kirby. We're not doing that. <laughs> as much as I personally, I, Andrew Doom Henderson, want that, we're not going to do that today. It's it's going to be a big budget animated film. Kirby is going to look like Kirby. Okay. Uh, he will not have a cleft chin. Although I also really want him to have a cleft chin. Yeah, same. I am trying to pull my own personal emotions away from the project to ensure that it can be the moneymaker that it should be. Can we settle on a middle ground where he at some point, it's, it's a meta joke, inhales? Matt is the losing his mind. Yeah. <laughs> this is the hardest I've ever laughed at this stupid joke. It's so dumb. 
Can we have a, in, an in, <clears throat> in-show meta, meta joke where he inhales the rock and, and briefly <laughs> does have the cleft chin and, and super yes. high eyebrow. Well, he does, get, he does get the power of rock, oh, so I think God. we can make that work. All right. Stone, or, or stone he, is one of the most iconic abilities is, that Kirby gets. He, so. that's, I think that's the, that's the bit. Is he, become, yeah, he does his down so... B, becomes a stone, and yeah. his face kind of looks like the I rock. Think, yeah. I think that's, that's here's what it is. That is the promo that, like much like what... Um, Ryan Reynolds was doing for Deadpool. That's the promo that The Rock releases on YouTube. That's our, that's our teaser like trailer. Eight months before. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh my God. That broke me, dude. <laughs> yeah. Todd, you have smokes. I'm. I have to unfortunately put you in the unfortunate situation of following that. That's fine. Todd, what game is The Rock talking about? Yeah. Um. Hey, Kyle, what do you think would make the best movie adaptation of a video game featuring Dwayne The Rock Johnson as the lead? Are you asking? It me? doesn't matter what you think would make the best movie <laughs> adaptation of a video game featuring Dwayne The Rock Johnson as the lead. Because I actually have that uh... answer right here, Kyle. Uh, so, Kyle, okay. So, I have it under good authority <laughs> that The Rock has been actually playing as Link, the savior of Hyrule, for decades now. In the comfort of his oversized rock chairs. <laughs> and and it is very exciting that The Rock is going to bring the Legend of Zelda franchise to the big screen. So with that, The Rock's got a wide breadth of roles under his belt with more to come. But like his biggest things have been that of playing anti-heroes. So prime examples like the long-awaited crown jewel of the DCCU, Black Adam, this year. Everyone loves yeah, that movie okay. that is finally mm -hmm. coming. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> other notable anti-hero Hobbs in Hobbs and Shaw of the Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise. Everyone's favorite character, Hobbs. We could all right? argue Maui is an anti-hero as well, if we're, yeah, yeah, if I'll, we're I'll going down that road. That's great. That's three. He played the anti-hero that jumped off the building in The Other Guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. he sure did. <laughs> now, Matt, when you said he played the anti-hero that jumped off the building, I thought of three or four different rock movies <laughs> where he has jumped off a building. That's the joke, Todd. Yeah. Well, okay, so the, the point here is that he is going to be starring in a Legend of Zelda movie video game that finally puts the Triforce of Power on the big screen because Dwayne The Rock, The Rock Johnson, is going to portray Ganondorf in a Dwarfin origin story. <laughs> I was real worried you were going to wow. have him play Link, Todd. Link? Wouldn't that be good? <laughs> it would. Just this bulky man? <laughs> um, Playing no, the, no. like, twinkiest Hello, character to, to exist. Zelda, Zelda, I found the Master Sword. Well, the thing is that that if if and when we do cast Link for this, Link has no speaking roles, and so until uh, Chris Pratt <laughs> oh, yeah, breaks just, through that be wall, like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> whereas whereas Ganondorf has plenty of speaking roles, so we're gonna get Dwayne the Rock Johnson playing as Ganondorf in the Ganondorf origin story that is going to be titled The Legend of Zelda: Dark Origins. Not a punny name, just an actual good like origins movie name. That's not bad. Yeah. That's the most generic ass generic movie title. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. He's he's he is known as the Prince of Thieves, but there's already a Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. There sure is. Uh -huh. yeah. 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 So um yeah. that's that's solid. Solid. Like if if Dwayne the Rock Johnson is gonna play anyone from the Legend of Zelda universe, it's obviously Ganondorf. And mm -hmm. yeah. Um can we all take a minute to appreciate Andrew's 
the rock impression <laughs> because he's done it a few times and we've left link, it uncommented on link i have the triforce of power listeners at home you couldn't see how high andrew's eyebrow was for the first half of that impression before he lowered it knowing this is an audio format it's how he gets into character todd yeah <laughs> Guys, I don't know if I can finish this <laughs> out oh of the bit. You I'm have dying. to, Matt. You're yeah. contractually obligated to finish every oh episode God. of Debate This that you start. Much like a game of Jumanji, I'm tied here until somebody wins or loses. <laughs> well, in the jungle, you must wait until the dice read five or eight, Matt. God. Damn, guys. I told you, arms race. Oh. Let's keep going. Yeah. Let's, let's keep pushing. Let's just move on. Um, so... We have our movie, and we have the role The Rock is going to play in the movie. Please explain to me how you think we're going to adapt the rest of this game for the big screen or slightly less big screen if it comes to streaming. That's that's all this question is. Just just the whole, flesh out the rest of the movie with, with your The Rock casting. Matt. Okay, Kyle. Todd, please leave it, or whoever edits this, please leave in that pregnant pause before I <laughs> kick it over to Matt. Okay, so, first off, this is coming directly to Amazon Prime. Second off, <laughs> the movie opens. Let's get that out on. of the way, right out of the gate. This is an Amazon Prime venture. Good to set that up front. The movie opens on a staticky computer screen. We see the words, customize world, highlight on the screen and we flash to the customization menu from Civ 1. Then we cut to a modernization of the opening cinematic from Civ 1 with the voiceover. It's Morgan Freeman. I don't do a good Morgan Freeman. I'm not going to try, but it's Morgan Freeman. Coward. In the beginning, the earth was without form and void, but the sun shone upon the sleeping earth and deep inside the brittle crust, massive forces waited to be unleashed. Then the word Roman types its way across the screen, and we cut to 4000 BC, where the rock sits upon a small stone throne, the leader of a 10,000-person civilization. Okay, so now that we've gotten the video game references out of the way, it's time for the real badassery to begin, because again, this is going to be... This is going to be like Rampage or like if any of you guys saw the Jungle Cruise movie, it's going to be kind of like Jungle Cruise where we're getting the Easter eggs out of the way and then we're just doing a rock movie. So here's where we do a rock. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> the rock must expand his civilization, but we can't cram 4,400 years of history into a 92 minute flick. So it's time to introduce the Forest of Expansion. Oh, boy. While The Rock is leading a group of shirtless soldiers in a sweaty forest exploration, he stumbles Ding. upon an ancient Ding. gateway. Mm -hmm. He walks through the stone arch and is greeted by five stone statues known as the High Council, who explain to him that he stands amongst a magical forest of expansion full of technology trees. Leaders who travel to this <laughs> land can commune with a technology tree to advance their civilization. The rock touches one of the trees and has a divine moment of intervention. He runs from the forest to find his soldiers no longer shirtless and now wearing bronze armor. But equally sweaty? Still sweaty. Still very, everyone's still <laughs> sweaty. Okay. But when the rock walks out of the gateway, he's also wearing 
bronze armor because he's advanced his civilization forward in time. He's in the Bronze Age. Exactly. So the Rock must use his new knowledge Thanks, to advance Todd. his civilization <laughs> while defending the forest of expansion from other leaders looking for world domination. I got to say... Look, <laughs> I gotta say, <laughs> I was I was real worried about how Matt was gonna adapt civilization to a movie. Solid. There's not one inch of me that doesn't see this movie happening tomorrow. This, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I can see this movie happening right now. I, I see every scene of it. Yeah, same. Um, especially especially knowing it's a Amazon Prime mm-hmm. attempt. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Question. Quick question before we move on, and it's not the answer isn't super important. Does he go into the 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 forest of technology trees knowing how to take advantage of them to use them or is it just a very like what is this and he touches something he's in the bronze age and he's like and his eyebrow gets real high and he's like hell yeah you got it kyle it's the ladder baby (laughs) so my thought for this right is that like you have the rock civilization which is rome not Polynesian Samoa, like his ethnicity to match his ethnicity. No, no, no. <laughs> well, first off, in the first Civ game, there weren't any Polynesian Samoan civilizations to start with. Anyway, he's got his civilization that he's trying to advance, but other civilizations keep showing up and they like fight because I don't, I've never played a Civ game, but I assume that's <laughs> what it's like. And so the thing is, is that all of the civilizations aren't all in the Bronze Age together. It gets really timey-wimey because you have civilizations that have like hoarded a technology It's an actual arms race. Yeah, uh uh-huh. This ain't a scene, scene, Kyle. (laughs) It's a goddamn (laughs) arms race. Ever since Matt said pun arms race, I've been thinking how I'm going to get this ain't a scene in there. So good. Ding. We did it. (laughs) Yep. So that's what we're doing. That's... Let me remind you again, M. Night Shyamalan, Sid Meier's Civilization. Yep. Amazing. I'm waiting for the M. Night Shyamalan part, but I'm assuming it's going to come when we get to the twist ending. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm afraid to do this. Andrew. <laughs> what? Tell us why, about I, your movie. <laughs> why, why would you think that I've got more? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> because Kirby is an actual endless pit of suffering and devouring. It's established canon of this podcast. Kirby Right Back At Ya is a fantastic children's cartoon full of wholesome characters and a somewhat white, strangely Creole sounding <laughs> King Dedede. An There's nothing more than that. An inexplicably, inexplicably Creole. Creole. Well, <laughs> you gotta you gotta give it all that you got. Take your very best shot. He'll send it right back at you. Now. To, to segue, while this does share the same the name of the animated series, Kirby Right Back At Ya, this movie will actually be an adaptation of everyone's favorite and 100% agreed upon best Kirby game, 1996's Kirby Superstar. Do the different Kirby games have vastly different plots that you needed Great to question, make that Kyle. distinction? Great question, Kyle. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they do. Kirby lore is insanity. <laughs> Um, I say with eyes wide open. Now, pulling in Kirby Superstar, this is how you get the parents. Kids will go to see the voice from, as I mentioned, from Maui, from Moana, flying across the galaxy, sucking up bad guys, and dancing to their favorite TikTok songs. And parents are going to go to see Kirby and Meta Knight's epic sword battle from the end of Revenge of Meta Knight. (laughs) If I were a parent, that's what I would do. 
I assume everyone's in me. Like we established me. at the top of this episode, the reason everyone's coming to see this movie is because the rocks in mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> so because Kirby Superstar is a collection of smaller, unrelated Kirby games, we're going to frame the majority of the movie around the last kind of climactic story, Milky Way Wishes. Did any of you guys ever play Sir Kirby Superstar? Loved this, Kirby Superstar. You, okay. I'm, I'm sure I'm excited I for you not to, falling on complete deaf ears. I don't know that I pulled any plot out of it. Besides, Kirby's got to stop mm. the thing. There is a surprising amount of plot, especially oh, yeah, no. wishes. It's good. I, I want to hear from Andrew, though, at some point, what Kirby's favorite quotes are that The Rock will say in this movie from that game. You got it. So uh, the story finds Kirby at the center of a never-ending war between the sun and the moon for galactic dominance. 100% accurate. A, uh, a cute little pink ball named Marx, who looks like Kirby, which just has like bigger boots and a little jester's hat. He's got big googly eyes. Go ahead, Google him. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the where you get the the beam or the like sparkly whip. Yes, weapon. he's also in Smash Brothers Ultimate. That one's for Matt. He's oh, who you it. fight. Mm-hmm. He's who you fight in Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, so he tells Kirby to gather the star power from the nearby planets to summon the comet Nova. Now, when you summon Nova, you will get whoever summons Nova will get one wish. So Kirby is going to summon Nova to wish that the sun and moon stop fighting so that they can have day and night and people can go to sleep and not be insane. So Kirby sets off and thus begins our story. But because this is a kid's movie, we've got to be constantly introducing new stimuli. There is no way that this movie is going to play on an unending loop across suburban family homes across America if the colors and sounds don't dramatically shift every 13 or 14 minutes. So this is where the other games from Kirby Superstar comes in. For example, once Kirby lands on the forest planet Floria, he'll have to very inspired names. He'll have to uh, <laughs> he'll have to face off against Wispy Woods. At which point, it will cut to the part of Spring Breeze, which is the original Kirby's Dreamland, when Kirby fights Wispy the first time. Also, I should note that Wispy Woods will be voiced by James Corden, so we can, at this point, (laughs) get our... I know, I know. We got to do it. We got to do it. We got to get our studio-mandated pop song. Yeah, every every movie is now contractually obligated to... To yep. jam James Corden in there. It's just, it's the way it works. I, I well, don't it's either rules. James Corden or Chris Pratt. Choose one. Yeah. I choose James, Gord- yeah. James Corden. They, have, they both have blackmail on some studio head. It's yep. one or the other. Uh, James knows where the bodies are buried. So <laughs> in this case, James as Wispy Woods will sing Stay by Justin Bieber and the Kid Leroy. But, well, yeah, <laughs> but it's worse because it's going to be called Sway, which sucks. Oh, why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah, it sucks. I hate it. It's not Andrew's choice. It's the studio. It's, it's, look, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm a figure. Wait, wait like, stop. I'm, I'm an why, intermediary. <laughs> why on earth, Andrew Henderson, would you choose that song instead of like, Timber. You know, Todd raises like, a really valid point. It's because Going the kids down, don't know Timber. Tim- yeah, I bet Todd, they, I bet a, they super would. It's a good question. It's point. a great question. The kids mm-hmm. don't know Timber. The kids oh, know Stay because it's on the TikTok. Yeah, uh, well, that does make sense. I guess this is fair. what happens when you sign the blood contract with Illumination. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also, future episode coming, what will be the TikTok song that is sung in the Mario movie? Because I guarantee you, there will be a TikTok <laughs> song sung in the Mario movie. When the anyway. pen drags along the signature line, it just sounds like screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you get a nosebleed and you just hear circus music. So, mm-hmm. another example... <laughs> Another example would be while Kirby is journeying through the cavernous planet Cavius, 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 Cavius. It's got to be Cavius. It's got to be Cavius. He'll be ambushed by the silhouetted image of the admittedly very racist Wham Bam Rock, 
go ahead and look up Wham Bam Rock. You're going to notice two things. One, very racist. Two, it's a head and hands. He's a head and hands. Oh, it is the head oh, and hands. Yeah. Ooh, Everyone, yeah, everyone's got the, the head and hands. It's yeah. both those you things. got to have a head and hands. Yep. yep. It's a little problematic. Yeah, he's got big, big lips. Big, unfortunate lips. Uh, mm. So as before, this is going to trigger another flashback, this time pulled from the Great Cave Offensive, my personal favorite. And good one. Anyone who's, yep, anyone who's played Kirby Superstar, this is the one where you collected all the treasures, so good. a.k.a. the first game I guarantee you've ever 100 percent it. Mm-hmm. Um, Wham Bam uh, Rock existed up through as recently as 2017. Feels like we should have known better. I think that's because they remade Superstar. Uh, for Doesn't the, change it. D, well, and he, I think a lot of these appeared in one of the later ones, one of the 3DS ones. Doesn't matter. So yeah. we see a gigantic fist slams down to the ground as the visage of this massive head and hands appears in the distant darkness. Kirby leaps out of the way just in time to dodge a boulder dropping from above. And then he sucks up that same boulder and spits it out into the abyss toward the big old face. Racist face. Wham, bam, ram. Wham, bam, rock. (laughs) Slams down more fists with blinding speed. Kirby is able to read all his patterns in an instant. Kirby sees his window and fires another half-digested rock back at the monster and takes the left side of its mouth clean off. In the ensuing rumble, Kirby literally takes its face off. The monster panics and disappears into the darkness. Kirby heads back to lug his minecart that's now literally overflowing with treasures, and we watch as he makes the long, slow trek back up to the surface with all his findings. And at this point, we're happy for him, because it's clear that Kirby put in the work. He put in the hours. No, And at no. this point, we're so invested in his struggle that it's like, it's like we are taking what's ours. Did you get all the lyrics in there? Did you do all of them? We'll see. I mean, there's not any more than that. It's just those words in different order. We'll just have to find out later. So it's Kirby Superstar. There are there are more lyrics Andrew has to pull from, and I'm certain Prompt Three will get us. Will get you us guys all the way can't home. see my Google Chrome history. <laughs> um, Andrew, to revisit yes, my Todd. favorite Kirby quotes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your favorite Kirby quotes are. I have three that I can think of that I've ever heard. I was way too busy shoehorning in the lyrics from Face Off. Also, yeah. I shoehorned in Face Off. You guys didn't notice that I shoehorned in the actual title yeah, of the song, Face Off. I gotcha. Off. No, I miss gotcha. that. That's the chorus. Kirby's going to have a hard time being the protagonist when he never says anything. Um, aside from, he says hi mm-hmm. in Smash Brothers. Yeah. He also hi. says Pikachu. He says Falcon Punch, and he says PK Fire. And those yeah. are the only four words I can think of. That- Do you know what character also never talked until they had their own movie, animated movie? It's Pikachu. Hollywood figured that one out. That was Ryan Reynolds. Man, and this is the rock. <laughs> <laughs> dunked on that hard. No, I knew that answer because I referenced mm-hmm. Pikachu later in my notes. Also, they already said that Chris Pratt's going to get to talk as a very average Mario voice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, it's me, Mario. Hey, Mario, Mario. I got a meatball hoagie down in the, in the kitchen. Y'all want some? Yeah, let's so, go stop Bowser. Yeah, fuck it, whatever. Will he say Mario? Is that what we? Oh. <laughs> it's me, Mario. It's Mario. Hey, Luigi and Mario. <laughs> Luigi, <laughs> these two guys. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch a TikTok. Hey, guys, save us. Can't, this save is yeah, I got episode you. of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I got you. We can't do this. Um, all right, so Kyle, it seems like we're getting Matt's realistic, grindy through the stages of man's evolution, and Andrew's. Not that. And so I want to present you something that slides down the middle as a good option. Yuck. And so (laughs) he's very oily, Andrew. We cannot be surprised about the amount of sliding here. (laughs) 
Okay, so much like X-Men First Class was originally meant to be the Magneto origin story, and like, let's just be real, anything that Magneto was in in that movie were like the best parts of that movie. This like dark origins Ganondorf story. Brief yeah. aside, the scene where he goes to Argentina to kill those two Nazis. Incredible. Amazing. Incredible. Throws, <laughs> throws the knife, stabs the dude's hand, pulls yeah. the knife out, throws the knife, gets the knife back, stabs it back into the dude's hand. Awesome. Amazing. Just End the side. Continue answering that scene the question. Over and over again. Yeah, so this is going to focus on Ganondorf Dragmire. Did you know his last name is Dragmire? That's a what? real thing. It's not what? Dorf. It's, for, it's not it's first not, name <laughs> Ganon, last name <laughs> Dorf. That's no. what I assumed forever. <laughs> what? No. Wait, where does where can you cite that Dagmire? Yes, I can yeah. stand by. I looked it. Is up. this from an Archie comic? No, it's not from an Archie <laughs> comic. Furthermore, what's the etymology of of Dagmire? What's, what's where's that come from? It feels real wrong. A Western manual of a link to the past for Super Nintendo uh, addressed him in his full name, Ganondorf Dragmire. Uh, he got it on the instruction booklet. Fair yeah, enough. That's, that's what you find. All right. All right. So his origin story, though it is going to run along the timeline of Zelda and Link, uh, with Link becoming the, the hero of time, this movie or that movie is obviously just going to ride off of the wave of success that this sets up. So we are going to get the basic lore of Hyrule and the Triforce of Power, Wisdom, and Courage and choosing their heroes in the intro. Now, this intro is going to be a lot like if you think of how Black Panther's intro showed all the tribes and gave you a really good foundation with this cool cinematic. We're going to we're going to do that. Um, it's also going to detail how there's the reincarnations of the Demon King and the Goddess and the Chosen Hero, but it's going to follow Ganondorf. It'll probably do something cool like... The, the voiceover um, will be like the spirit of the goddess and her chosen hero destined to protect Hyrule from the demon king are reborn when needed most. And then there'll be like a pregnant pause and it'll be like this story, however, follows a soul destined for a path much more complicated <laughs> and dark or something. I don't know. That's that's what I think we're getting with. <laughs> anyway, are you suggesting this is the Legend of Zelda's Wicked? Is that what you're doing here? I think I am suggesting okay. this is the Legend of Zelda's Wicked now that you've he said didn't that. fully know that until you said it. Until but now I said that's it. what it is. Yeah. And he's like, okay. oh, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and so here's where we have Ganondorf lore. Because, like, there's Ganondorf lore. So this story is going to follow Ganondorf as he's born. Because he's born as the sole male that once every 100 years, a male is born to the female tribe of Grudos. Like, I think that... Most people probably know something along that line. However, as a child, he was raised by those twin witches, twin Rova. Yeah. Um, the you fight them in, in Ocarina of Time. Um, I forget ones like Koru and Kotake are their names, I think. Kote, yeah, Kotake. Kotake. Koem yeah. and Koame and Kotake. There it is. Yeah, so I twin hate Rova. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Andrew's gonna give himself a wedgie when this is done. <laughs> and so like it. as a child, they're like manipulating this darkness within him. And then he's guided by the the Gerudo throne to his destiny while surviving while uh, surviving this like cruel punishments of his mothers and mistreatment of his people by the by the Hylians. Is that how you pronounce the Hylians? Hylians. 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 Like like oh. helicopter helicopter. <laughs> oh, you asshole. Hylians. Okay, so so we have now we have this young king, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, as he establishes this like uneasy peace between his people and the Hylians through these feats of strength and the power of his people, Ganondorf establishes his place in the good graces of the King of Hyrule, 
and steals his opportunity to venture into the spooky sacred realm. Now, it's important that he ventures into the spooky sacred realm because Link is the one that ultimately opened up that pathway, and so he's going to sneak on in there, and he returns with the Triforce of Power. And he's this more capable person, he's like, I'm going to be the king of Hyrule, and I'm going to give my people the stronger lot in life. So it's this origin story where he's trying to do right by his people, but then he gets tempted by the dark powers of the sacred realm, right? And in this in the triforce <laughs> of power. And so ultimately this movie will end following that seven-year period where Link is asleep and Ganondorf takes control of the throne of Hyrule with the Triforce of Power. And the ending cinematic is going to be him sitting on the throne with this impossibly large, the rock-sized greatsword that like only the rock could pick up. And he he's sitting there with a sword. And then it shows this like inevitable foreshadowing of the Hero of Time movie that is going to have to take place because, again, this movie will just be so successful because anything you put the rock in just like makes money. That's what we're doing here. That's today. the conceit the of the whole. Yeah. May I counter that, though, with G.I. Joe retaliation? I bet you it at least broke even. I would love to I, like there's a universe where they didn't cast the rock in, in mm-hmm. that and it just it's worse. Was a hot turd. And that th- in this universe, we've heard of it and it and are talking. And about I also I don't know when retaliation came out, but now we're in a date and time where movies just go to streaming and like it's fine. They know they're not going to make money in the theaters. So they don't need to. They go to streaming because that's just reoccurring money. It made three times its money. No, it's budget. Wow. That's incredible. I would wow. have guessed not that it made three hundred seventy five million dollars worldwide and its budget was about one hundred fifty million. Oh my God! So wow. Twice its budget. So, so some may call this the GI Joe of <laughs> of the video game I, world. Please continue. <laughs> yeah, just put put the rock in it. He's Ganondorf. Um, the he it's gonna be him live action doing this, and I think it's gonna work really really well. So this is this is the storyline of Ocarina of Time, but while Link is asleep. Yes, I think we're gonna see that. Um, okay. it's it's mostly going to be his his like child to early adult origin Mm -hmm. showing him like establishing his people and uh working with the hillians and then taking power once like the because the whole thing is you know once every hundred years there's a person blah blah blah. and like there's actually a dark demon king that that like his yeah it's it's, his name is demise yeah yeah his name is demise Uh, skyward Skyward sword Sword. introduces that yeah and so like his his like darkness is within Ganondorf, so I think we're gonna see this like troubled uh, rising to power, the Rock Johnson, as he's like, <laughs> okay. as as he's like, I can do good for my people, but also there's a darkness because that that Triforce of Power that I'm gonna get from the Sacred Realm. Yeah. Now, how are you gonna establish the audience feeling some sort of like sympathy for the character when he does a genocide to the Zoras by putting them in a new Ice Age? How are you gonna? Yeah, make them- that's gonna happen off camera. I think that is going to that's going to happen either off camera or there will at some point be a montage showing Mm -hmm. all the happenings of that seven years. Um, I think that's the way that has to happen. Todd, two questions. Mm -hmm. Question one, who plays young Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Question two, (laughs) at what age do you start using real life Dwayne the Rock Johnson Mm -hmm. As an aged down CGI version, because can I make a suggestion for the first I've, one? Which I've got answers for both, but Kyle, you go <laughs> ahead because you might be saying the things I'm gonna say. My question was: Are you going to have a similar effect to 
um, what they did in the first Captain America movie, where you just put yes, one hundred percent, just put the rock's yes. face on a very skinny body. Yeah, it is a skinny faced baby <laughs> rock. Um, it is, yeah, one hundred percent. The rock as like a twelve year old, as a fifteen year old, as a sixteen year old, it's still him. It's still him. It's just, oh, no. it's just, uh, it's just deep, younger, deep faked onto a skinny body. Yeah, amazing. Oh, if they I can, don't like if they it. can de-age and age all these people in all these movies now i mean the technology's there technology's there we just got a computer generated completely fa- fake uh mark hamill in yeah in book of boba fett we can do it with the rock we can mm-hmm. make a we can make a skinny rock for for two scenes why not i want to make it clear the only time that the rock's face will not be on the character ganondorf is maybe and i will say this maybe when he is baby ganondorf when he is baby ganondorf who is born that is the only time maybe, and I'm not even counting that out. There's a good chance this baby is a CGI'd rock face on a baby. God, I hate that so much. Yeah, it really sucks. Tell it me really, they wouldn't really do it. Sucks. Tell me I they wouldn't do it. I can't tell you. I want yeah. so desperately yeah. to tell you that, and I can't. I feel as confident that they would do that as they would put James Corden in a Kirby <laughs> movie that where he stars as Wispy Woods. So yeah, by the time by the time he does become like king of his people, it's it's full on rock. That is that is upside down triangle. Dwayne the Rock, the Rock Johnson. Okay, so we got one last question for you guys before we figure out which of these movies is actually the one the Rock is talking about. With the success of the MCU, we have to assume that whatever studio is putting this project out doing so with a cinematic universe of sorts in mind. So what existing video game movie that came out in the last so many years will a hastily shot post credit scene attach to this project, thus making our blank cinematic universe met? Okay, Kyle, so I gave you the premise of the movie, and I think that we all understand it. It's a timey-wimey, socio-political romp through this new world of evolving civilizations. But again, this is like, we're doing this at a tight 90, 92 with the post credit scene. So like, we're moving here, and we gotta zoom through a, dis- a, a lot decision of wildly unpopular <laughs> with Matt, by the way. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, I would, listen, I'd make this a trilogy, but we don't need to get into that today. What I'm saying is we're moving through history and the whole movie reaches its climax as the rocks capital city of rome is expanding its empire in the 15th century now this history is going to be a little revisionist we're gonna you know the roman empire it's it's a rock movie whatever after defeating the antagonist nation of russia because russia (laughs) the rock settles into his stone throne in a shot mirroring the opening sequence of the movie. As he sinks back into his chair, a hooded man swings through the open window behind him. The figure approaches the rock and touches his temple, saying, Mr. The Rock, my name is Ezio. 
it's time to come home. And we flash back to 2043, where Michael Fassbender flips some switches on the Animus, and we see the rocks polished, sweaty body lowered by the mechanical arm as his eyes flash open, and we fade to title screen. M. Night Shyamalan's Sid Meier's Civilization featuring The Rock and Michael Fassbender as that guy from 2016's Assassin's Creed movie. Thank you for clarifying because nobody saw yeah. 2016's Assassin's uh, Creed. No, like in in earnest, did, did any of you see that movie? No, I saw it. Of course, course. Did. I saw the words Michael Fassbender's Assassin's Creed in our show notes, and like it took me until Matt was talking mm-hmm. through it for me to Same. realize that he was not ta- in fact talking about the Jake Gyllenhaal Assassin's Creed or Prince of Persia movie. The Prince of Persia. I, oh I, shit! Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, here's here's a thought. <laughs> The, the Assassin's Creed lore might rival the Five Nights at Freddy's lore in being the most banana sandwich they did <laughs> not plan it two games in a head lore. Because there's like some deep lore yeah. in yeah. Assassin's Creed games. Ever since the ancient god Athena stabbed Kristen Bell in the chest, I was done. <laughs> now, was that in Five Nights at Freddy's or was that there in was Assassin's Creed? Otherwise known as Old Man Consequences. <laughs> <laughs> Is that that purple man? Listen... The 2016 Assassin's Creed movie is awful. It is <laughs> so bad. But a Michael Fassbender rock vehicle puts butts in seats, and we can revive it. So we're doing a full, clean slate revival of the Michael Fassbender Assassin's Creed movie. All of the stuff from 2016 questionable canon. We're getting a new Assassin's Creed movie after M. Night Shyamalan, Sid Meier's Civilization, featuring The Rock, and Michael Fassbender. Much like any M. Night Shyamalan movie, I have one major loose end here that I don't feel got tied up. Sure. Why did M. Night Shyamalan have to direct this? You know, I honestly don't really remember how I got to that point in the joke. <laughs> Fair I enough. Stid. He wanted the joke... M. Night Shyamalan, M. Night Shyamalan Sin- Civilization. Sid Meier's yeah. Civilization. Yeah. Well, so really where... Okay, so... We got there from one other thing, and I wasn't going to reveal my true secret, but I will. The joke that started this was a beach that makes you old coming this summer, a rock that makes you blank. And I was was like, what can I fit in that blank? (laughs) And what I landed on was imperialism. Walk it back. Got it. Fantastic. That was Thank your you snake for explaining. And yeah, that was set up set up your cinematic universe for us. Sure. Okay. So Milky Way Wishes in Kirby Superstar ends with Kirby collecting all the star power and summoning Nova to make a wish to end the Sun and Moon's fight. So that's the big climax of our movie. The big third act reveal is that, of course, Marx was the bad guy all along and it tricked Kirby into summoning Nova. And there's a scene where he pushes Kirby out of the way and he says, I wish to rule over Popstar. And uh, Marx then gets turned into an eldritch horror named Nightmare and Kirby and Nightmare battle it out on the surface of Popstar while Kirby rides a sweet uh, Tesla made of stars. I forgot that his planet was called was named Popstar. Yeah. Until oh, just yeah. this moment. Yeah. Popstar, yeah. it's a little star. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kirby yeets Marx clear out of Popstar's orbit and Marx careens straight into Nova, exploding the comet and thus killing them both instantly. Roll credits. So, post credit scene, we hear a voice saying, <clears throat> Marx, you complete moron! You wait until the hero is completely restrained before you reveal the big evil plan. This, of course, is Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik from the Paramount <laughs> Sonic movies. Ah. Mm. Yeah. 
My Jim Carrey is not as good as my Dwayne the Rock Johnson somehow. <laughs> so he goes on. Desecration. Defamation. It's all I have to show for my evil misdeeds these past two years. Okay, Ivo, if you want to bring it to the masses, you're going to have to put boots to... And then he looks directly at the camera. Butts? Those are more lines from the face-off. So. Oh. Oh, okay. boots to butts is a line. Well, it's boots to asses, but it's a kid's movie. And the joke oh, was that he doesn't say asses and yeah. everybody would erupt in laughter. Anyway, the camera swings around and we see a CG animated metal Sonic standing right next to him. Arms crossed. We zoom into his face. And then Ivo Robotnik says, face to face. Now we escalate. Because that's <laughs> that's another. I got all the lyrics from the song. All the lyrics. Yeah. yeah. yeah Check the box. It. I did it. Kirby's hungry. Kirby stays hungry, but he devours. He devours. Yeah, we. I love it. Um, did you guys remember when I did that joke forty five minutes yeah. ago? We cool. sure do. Um, Todd, <laughs> give us your cinematic universe so we can we can take a quick break and 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 reset. <laughs> Easy. Okay, so the conclusion of this movie, we have the Dwayne and Dwarf sitting on the Hyrule throne high up in his tower <laughs> how long were you sitting on Dwayne and Dorf Todd I, I typed it out he really buried the lead on with yeah. Dwayne and Dorf wow. I typed it out a long time ago and I was like oh I gotta make sure I say that um, anyway sitting on the Hyrule throne high up in this tower Triforce of power in hand darkness just radiating from him because he's been fully drawn to this like dark path the last scene of this movie it pans up a pair of boots that have just topped off of a horse Outside the twisted remains of the castle, panning up a drawn blade of a sword, revealing the hilt of the master sword, obviously, in this foreshadows Link's showdown with Ganondorf credits roll. However, the post credit stinger, we find Tim Goodman, who, if you remember, is the main character of Detective Pikachu, sitting with Pikachu, talking about their future adventures and all the Pokemon crimes that they've solved. Just then... <laughs> pixelated cracks pokemon crimes <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you want an example of pokemon crimes they're a lot like toad crimes arson <laughs> is one of them anyway they're, they're talking about all the pokemon crimes they've solved just then pixelated cracks in the sky open up before a white glove flies towards them and snatches them both up the next thing that we see is a wall mounted chalkboard where a second twitchier hand is scratching off a drawing of pikachu before dragging its erratic finger past a crossed-off Mario and Luigi towards a picture of who we know as now Dwaynendorf, before <laughs> rapidly tapping on that picture. We hear the N64 master hand laugh as the screen goes dark, and we hear the Smash Ultimate transition noise. And that's the end cut, because we are setting up the Smash Cinematic Universe. We're going all in on it. And honestly, the things that Andrew said can also exist in this universe, Weren't we too, supposed I to pick an existing movie? He did. Uh, the, yeah. Uh, Pikachu. Pikachu. Oh, yeah. okay. okay, okay. Detective you're Pikachu. The, got it. Okay. The Smash Ultimate transition noise, not entirely different from the debate this transition <laughs> noise. It's, it's different. <laughs> Legally, we have to claim it's different. Legally it distinct different. from the debate yeah. this transition it's like noise. A, it's like an Ice Ice Baby <laughs> kind of situation. Uh, Todd, logistics question. Yeah. So I feel like I don't need to remind you that the Detective Pikachu movie ends, and spoilers if you haven't seen it, with the reveal that Pikachu was his dad all along. No, it's Ryan Reynolds. It's different. Yeah. So, like, when they get warped to the Smash Brothers universe, is this before or after Tim Goodman finds out that Pikachu is also his dad? Does he know he is going to a Mortal Kombat death fight with his dad, or is it just his good buddy Pikachu? 
I think it means more. So the, if you didn't watch the movie, you wouldn't know. You would just know this is Pikachu and Trainer if you didn't watch the movie and have the con the context there. If you have done the homework and watched it, then you know that this is his dad. He knows it's his dad, and he's more invested in this Mortal Kombat-style tournament. I think Todd is saying the next movie will have the full Pikachu is his dad relationship, but the same yes. credit scene is not going to address that at all, because why no. would you're implying that Tim Goodman opted to turn his dad back into a Pikachu, yes? Oh, see, here's the thing. I never watched all of Detective Pikachu. I <laughs> oh, fell asleep before the ending. I am on the assumption that, yes, he has turned him back into a Pikachu because I thought that's how it ended. So we all learned a little bit about this today. Surprisingly, does not end that way, but fine. <laughs> Even better. Great. So my answer stands. Forget what I said. <laughs> cool. Yes. To all things that work in my favor. Now we escalate Father and dad uh, fight championship. It's great. Or father-son. With that, we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will answer our super secret bonus question, which is, there's another actor com slash comedian who puts butts in seats. And fortunately for us and our movie, he is seemingly really great friends with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You can see them together in movies such as both new Jumanji movies, Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, and Central Intelligence, as well as upcoming movie, the DC Pets, Super Pets movie, um, where they are playing uh, two DC Super Pets together. I am, of course, hmm. talking about actor-comedian Kevin Hart. So when we come back, I will have you tell me how you are going to to ram jam Kevin Hart into the movie you have pitched me today. It's about drive, it's about power. We stay hungry, we devour. Put in the work, put in the hours, and take what's ours. Like All right, we are back, and we are going to hear everyone's answers to the super secret bonus question, which is... Ram Jam, Kevin Hart, into your The Rock video game vehicle. Uh, Matt, kick us off. Yeah, Kyle. So longtime fans of the Civilization franchise might notice one prominent Civilization meme that I have yet to mention. Now, the thing is, is for this Rock movie, we need The Rock to have a fun, plucky sidekick. It's just, it's got to happen, Kyle. And we don't want to bring anybody in for this role we want to bring in kevin hart for this role but the thing is this particular meme from civilization not exactly a role we can just throw kevin hart in in this movie it's it's bad i we like can't know do that. the meme i'm pretty sure i know the meme of which you're referencing and i'm really curious where you're going with this matt because yeah so Kyle, we got to make sure that this role is not problematic. So we're going to change the name. And instead of famous civilization meme, nuclear Gandhi, Kevin Hart <laughs> will be portraying the rocks, fun neighboring civilization leader who helps the rock conquer the rest of the world. Gandhi, not Gandhi, Kyle, <laughs> Gandhi spelled like candy, wow. but with a G. Almost couldn't finish that. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> no, that's it. Amazing. I've never <laughs> seen this meme before. <laughs> so the meme comes from the first oh civilization, 
Where, uh, Civ um, two. Civ two. Where Gandhi was supposed to have a really low <laughs> starts the war, starts a war score, whatever that aggression score, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed he was supposed to have an aggression score of two, but the programmer punched in twelve instead, which is two points higher than the highest aggression score <laughs> you should be able to have of ten. So Gandhi, as soon as he unlock uh, like the the AI Gandhi, as soon as it unlocks nukes, would just start popping nukes off that uh, no matter what incredible. it's really funny yeah yeah, yeah. and the, the in later games they kind of nod to that and then too. yeah and then later games they kept going because it is very funny that gandhi mm-hmm. is That's is so funny very a very aggressive character God, you can't get enough of them nukes baby <laughs> oh man yeah so um in this movie kevin hart gandhi we can call him john gandhi if that makes it better john gandhy it, it kind of does. does. It's a kind of does. Bit. There it is. Um, Player character John Gandy, Kevin Hart, 2023. Amazing. Andrew. Yeah. How, who's Kevin Hart going to be in the Kirby universe? I mean, this is an easy answer. Kirby's uh Kevin Hart is uh uh Dwayne Johnson's best bud. Waddle D is Kirby's best bud. <laughs> Good. Let's make Kevin Hart Waddle D. And and I love the idea of like when Waddle D gets his uh gets um Cyclops powers or uh, with mm-hmm. beam, it's beam power, but he looks like a little Cyclops. So I just love the idea of like Kevin Hart freaking out because a giant laser beam is coming from his one eye, you know? <laughs> or like we'll give him a little umbrella, and be like, "Look at me!" Hey, like, is that how Kevin Hart sounds? <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, Kevin Hart played by Chris Pratt playing Mario. <laughs> hey, look at me. That's better than That's any different. Kevin Hart impression Andrew yeah, not, could have done. I, am, yeah. I refuse to do it, try to do a Kevin Hart impression. I know that we already talked about this, but this is mm-hmm. one more time where I want to see Kevin Hart's face superimposed <laughs> on Waddle Dee. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just one big eye, so. Yeah. 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 I do. I I would be remiss if I didn't announce the other casting choices that we've made because uh, obviously the two other prolific characters in the Kirby canon are of course King Dedede and Meta Knight mm-hmm. um, King Dedede we've already mentioned inexplicably cruel so mm-hmm. uh, we're going to get we're going to give him really the only voice actor we know which is of course political consultant James the Raging Cajun Carvel <laughs> <laughs> well he's going to live forever oh, yeah man. assuming oh. that he's still alive I do not oh. know if he's still alive they won't even need to write lines for him they'll just say yeah, hey just here's where like, you say an insult yeah. this yeah. is another this is another case where like i recognize this is not a cajun per uh, uh, man sure but i had mr worldwide himself pitbull as uh, <laughs> oh, King Dedede yeah. at, I love that. the whole time you were talking about oh, yeah. it man <laughs> yeah i mean that that feels like the stunt cast you know like all these illumination movies need like a stunt cast yeah like they like they like uh zendaya is michi and lebron james was in one of those yeah. too you know yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that the trailer can say and introducing <laughs> yep. james carville <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> james the Asian <laughs> cajun carville the other one the fun one the like the actor that should definitely not be that is too good to be there um, we're gonna bring in Tony Dalton for Meta Knight. You may remember Tony <laughs> Dalton as, as jo- Jack uh, Jack in the Hawkeye show. Oh my was, god! Uh, oh, yeah. He was Jack Duquesne, the swordsman mm-hmm. in the Hawkeye show. And uh, I think in that case, we do need to give Meta Knight a little like curly Q mustache, curly and a monologue. <laughs> yeah. Todd, who's Kevin Hart gonna be in in Ganon Ganondorf? I forget Dwayne, the name. I think it was Dwayne Endorf. Dwayne Endorf. Dwayne Endorf. Yeah. Yeah. So as soon as news broke that Dwayne the Rock, Mr. Johnson, 
would be bringing the the land of Hyrule to the big screen. Obviously, people were saying, well, who's Kevin Hart going to play? And a lot of the rumors around the internet said Kevin Hart is Tingle. A lot of people wanted it. Um, Hollywood demanded it. However, like the whole bit with Kevin Hart is that he's small and he's annoying and you really just want him to go away and shut up. So I think he's going to play Navi. He's going to play as Navi. Um, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is Navi. Um, Just I think that just fits so right. That and is like, really good, actually. Just, really I, good. I, I also can't do a Kevin Hart impression, but just him going, Hey, listen. <laughs> hey, it's me, Navi. Listen. Hey, it's me, Navi. Hey. Why has that become our go-to? We can't do an impersonation of this person, so we'll do this it's instead. Safe. It's a it's TikTok that thing. It's that fucking guy on TikTok. Yeah. yeah. I do. <laughs> I am the voice actor for, for Vision. <laughs> hey, it's me, Vision. Yeah, yeah. Wanda, baby. <laughs> Guys, amazing, amazing casting of castings of Kevin Hart. I'm going to decide which of these movies is getting made i guess i didn't do the exact yeah, setup that we normally do <laughs> yeah, yeah you get it you know something what. something exacts it. you know it we're gonna pick the best the best of the rock vehicle out of these three movies you brought today um so while i think about that uh do your closing statements and then and then we'll go into good vibes you know you know the game closing statements matt kick us off kyle my closing statement is simple can you smell what M. Night Shyamalan is cooking? I don't remember if the the Rock's tagline is a rhetorical question. We or not. we already did that one. You and me did the call and response. Okay, okay, okay. Kyle, I've said it once. I said it twice. This will be the third time I say it. Kirby is about drive. Is about power. Kirby stays hungry. He devours. Here's the big sell of having Dwayne the Rock Johnson in a Legend of Zelda game. My game gets to keep a PG-13 rating while still letting Dwayne and Dorf drop one candy ass in battle as he warlock punches Link in his dumb, stupid face. Oddly aggressive. My super secret bonus question should have absolutely been describe how The Rock fits a people's elbow into your movie. Um, but we'll, <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll do that some other time. Um, uh, Kirby gets suplex. Yeah, Kirby does get suplex. Ganondorf can... I can see Ganondorf and unnamed player character from Civilization also throwing some people, <laughs> some people's elbows. Well, that I would guess. be that would be a tech tree. Uh, yeah, just like the people's elbow, but it's like a like a cultural building, <laughs> <laughs> like a museum. Uh, good vibes, Matt. Start start saying good things about Todd and Andrew, and then the other two of you do the same thing. Andrew, what other good things do I have to say? Man, you you snuck Rock's song Face Off by us, and not a single one of us stopped you. Not a single <laughs> one of us saw it coming. I mean, I, I, I can't give more praise than I have already given. <laughs> that is the hardest I've ever laughed on this stupid podcast that we do yeah so uh yeah that's that's that um todd i'm really glad that you came to answer three with a movie that you've never finished that's (laughs) the kind of energy that i aspire to have and i really enjoyed that i also i really like Dwayne and dorf man Dwayne and dorf's really good good And uh, I I don't know that I topped that in any of my punnery today. So good job, everyone. I did not 
expect to show up with the normal rock movie today, but <laughs> here I am. You guys, Todd and Matt, you guys both, honest to God, brought movies that I did not know that I wanted until right now. Yeah. Uh, Matt's Matt's movie is so good and so unabashedly Hollywood. Like, I can see it. I can see the whole thing played out, and there's not a doubt in my mind. Like, it works. It absolutely mm-hmm. works. Similarly, Todd, you've it's the perfect casting. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is Ganondorf. Print print money i don't i don't give a shit like that's all i need to hear done yeah yeah um that's 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 all i that's all i need it was really good i i like the angle of like a black adam kind of anti-hero movie that's really fun i don't know how you make ganondorf into an anti-hero unless you like really play on the like he's the victim here which like he does do a genocide so eh, well when you look at when you look at ganondorf's intentions it's about his drive it's yeah. about his power. There it, it is. is. Todd, yeah, so. see, that's what I... Andrew got the song in there. Todd mm-hmm. had the the Triforce of Power to build, mm-hmm. to build that off of and, yeah. and did nothing with it. I didn't, I didn't want it. I didn't want... I, <laughs> I, could, I couldn't... Much like the, the Triforce of Power, I could not harness it properly. Well, it's about drive, Todd. Well, if you get, I, if you, I'm hungry. If therefore. you use it too much, it corrupts you. <laughs> uh, therefore, I devour Matt, when you first said that he is the player in the Civ game, I thought this was going to be like The Rock, the big man, The Rock, like hunched over a computer playing <laughs> a computer. <laughs> and then like he gets like, sucked in. Yeah. Well, either, like there's, either. there's no discernible reason why The Rock has to be in this, but he's in it. Well, well yeah. no, like my thought was he's hunched over the computer playing it, but like it keeps flashing to like him in the game. But like he is just a person playing the game. And so, like, when Gandhi fires the nukes at him, it, like, flashes back to him, like, being pissed at the computer. Like, the fuck? Gandhi's nuking me. Um, What you gave is an actual, like, multi-part series that I would watch. I think, not that I wouldn't watch the other thing, but yours actually makes more sense and isn't just a big goofum. Andrew, you brought a big goofum. (laughs) I sure did. uh, As as soon as you said The Rock is Kirby, I put in our notes this very bad adult patrick star costume where patrick star has abs because he's a wrestler um yeah. that's kind of what i imagined is kirby is just yeah. it's everyone is a kirby character except for kirby who's the rock, right. the rock it's, it's just the rock in a pink a pink sweatsuit it's who framed roger rabbit but dwayne yeah. rock johnson is bob hoskins yeah yeah i was gonna say it's it's the muppet yeah. movie only the rock yeah, is actually kirby it. i guess that's a more recent reference but that's fine yeah um i loved kirby kirby superstar a lot and so um anything that could give that movie legs i don't care who they have to attack. i don't care that it has to have james corden's name on the poster i'd watch it i'd watch it all the day like i'd, I'd do the whole thing so i'm in for it um, but both of these and all three of these were just good and bad. And I, I don't know what why we did this to ourselves. <laughs> I never do. When oh no, look at this. When when I floated this idea when I was like, hey, is this a thing? And we're all collectively like, yes, it's a thing. How could we have known? Oh, How could we have known? Oh, Todd, we knew. I think we knew. So so now comes the time where I have to pick a winner, and I did not set up a conceit where I get to shift the blame to execs or <laughs> or the powers that be or anything it's just on me i get to pick the winner and it's it's literally just i guess what movie i want to see the most so um or may i may i pitch the best joke (laughs) um well in this case in this case it's 
both. Um, so Todd and Matt, I'm so sorry. Um, I want to see Dwayne the Rock yes. Johnson as Kirby. Um, that just I mean, tickles, I kind of do too. I'm not gonna yeah, I mean, I also want to go and see this. every fancy. My, my I first have. and last win in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> so Andrew is our winner today. Congratulations, Andrew. Um, uh, Matt and Todd, you brought very, very good entries. And as Andrew said, the most actual movie, most actually likely to happen of these. Um, so very, very good efforts from everyone today. But Andrew is our winner. Um, Andrew, do you have anything to say? I'm really happy uh, that every all my work paid off. Um, it is. He's, he's reading all. the lyrics. I see him. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not. He must be stopped. <laughs> um, that it is, is going to do about it drive us today <laughs> at Debate This. Uh, thank you all for listening. You can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Debate This Cast or on our website at DebateThisCast.com. If you like our shenanigans and want to support us, please consider telling a friend about the show. Podcasts are very much a word of mouth thing. Um, there's no better way to get podcasts more listened to than just telling someone to listen to it. So recommendations are how we survive and how we keep doing what we're doing. Um, until next time, I'm Kyle Harper. I'm Matt Sidnight Shamamir's Civil Eruption <laughs> Cole. <laughs> God what? damn it. I, that's to quote Kyle, that's nonsense. It's gobbledygook. I am Andrew, an inexplicably Creole penguin wearing a kimono Henderson. And I'm Todd. Tim Allen has Link so he can say uh, when he swings his sword, Thomas. And we're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds. 